guys, I want to welcome you to the podcast, Life Around the Fire. And uh, today, I've been away for a few, couple of weeks, actually, as some of you know. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, you're probably going to hear me have a little bit of a lisp in how I'm talking, and that's because I've had some oral surgery done. And everything's going cool. Everything's, uh, right now, all right, but I'm telling you, man, it was like being kicked. I've never had it happen before, but it'd be like being kicked in the mouth by a mule. I had all of my teeth pulled out in preparation for getting some dental implants. And I'm going to go through the process where it takes a little while for it to happen. Not the, the, the same week or same day thing, but at any rate, I'm back and I'm really looking forward to, I, I was, while I was gone, I, I, I missed not being part of this and the reason being is I've become a little more comfortable and more real down to earth. And I'm not as nervous. When I first started doing this podcast, I was nervous. Man, I was so nervous. And trying to do everything perfect. And if there was a mistake, I'd get upset about it. I'm not worried about that at all. In fact, I look forward to talking, uh, as it were, talking with you. It's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Like I'm like I'm sharing things with you because you've begun to share things back to me. Some of you have been saying, "Hey, man, thanks so much," and others, uh, I could just tell that you you kind of dig it. You you like what's going on, and so I'm going to keep on keeping on with it. And the topic that we're looking at again is pretty heavy. It's on abuse and addiction. The reason being is probably well you know i mean it's probably uh, you could state it for me it's rampant the area of abuse the variety aspects of it physical abuse sexual abuse mental abuse emotional abuse i mean abuse spiritual abuse people shaming people that are trying to do things it's crazy it's wild addiction sexual addiction gambling alcohol drugs the list continues to go on and on. Society is rampant, and there's a reason behind it. I'm not going to get into that right now, other than it's it's evil. It's wrong. It hurts. And we all, each and every one of us, can find ourselves caught in it some way, shape, or form. Or if you haven't yourself, you probably know somebody who has. And so I'm sharing this to get it out in the open. And so that also we can get things out into the open that's one of the keys we're going to talk about later of getting some help. Getting some help means getting it out in the open, man. Okay, so uh, you're going to hear me go through some of my notes. 
I'll be reading some things and talking about some things and giving some information later that's going to be helpful. But welcome back or welcome for the first time, man. And uh, let's dive in. This is on the renewing, transforming of our minds, our spirit, our inner self, the key to being free from abuse and addiction. All right. So both abuse and addiction have filters, patterns, and languages they're, in essence, they have a culture that makes up a worldview all their own, and it can be really powerful, controlling, destructive, and seemingly at times impossible to break free from its grip. I'm going to pause here, and in putting this together, I had a real interesting experience. I had what I consider to be a, a word of knowledge, and it pertained to two people and I believe that you're listening to this right now or you, 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 you know somebody who could benefit from this again. And one of the situations was, and it was really clear, it was a very strong picture and scenario in my mind of a young man somewhere in between, it's between 35 and 50. And um, his, uh, his what, what's going on in your life is that at a younger age in your life, you experience quite a bit of mental and possibly some other types of abuse, but real definite mental abuse, and it has affected you deeply. You're hearing this, and there's something that you have been wanting to see take place, and I believe that God is reaching out to you and is showing you some of the answers to the questions that you've had in your mind. So I just wanted to lay that out. And this isn't to say that this is only for you or for that person, but I'm saying there is a person that's listening to this that has that thing going on, and it's as though I'm talking directly to you, and in essence, I am. The second scenario or second person happens to be a woman who is struggling with what it could be an embar a real emb embarrassing situation, struggling with what would be sexual addiction and lying. The fact that there is sexual addiction going on, very behind the scenes, not only temptations, but been some activity and some illicit sex, and nobody really knows about it except you and the people that you've been with. But it's beginning to create some problems in other relationships, and you are really scared that it's going to come roaring to the surface and destroy things. And I think without some help, it just might. So I'm not trying to scare anybody into anything, but keep your, uh, you know, keep open to some help, man, and reach out for some. So, in the process of putting these things together, what the aspect of uh, filters, again, back to that, filters cause a person to see and think about life in a certain way. That way, over a period of time, begins to feel normal. I'm going to read that again. Filters cause a person to see and think about life in a certain way. That way, over a period of time, begins to feel normal. Example, Oh, man, I must have done something wrong to deserve being beaten. Again, right that? Yeah. Man, I must have done something wrong to deserve this. What did I, what, I, I did something wrong, man, to be beaten. Or this one. Just one small line of coke won't kill me. 
or yeah, it's a shot won't do me much harm, you know, and probably true, just one. But that one, if it's an issue, that one leads to a thousand and one and so on and so forth. So filters are part of the whole thing that make up our mindsets or the culture. Timetables or cycles. Timetables or cycles become woven into a behavior or into our cravings over a period of time, and we don't really think twice about them. Again, I'm going to say that. Timetables or cycles become woven into our behavior or our cravings over a period of time, and we don't really think twice about them. Example, he passed out, and I need to keep the kids quiet so as to not disturb him because he'll wake up violent, and we can't have that. Right? He passed out, and I need to keep the kids quiet so as to not disturb him or he'll wake up violent. Right? Timetable. The cycle. There it goes. Right? And what happens? Person passes out. They're drunk. Whatever. And if they wake up from that, there's going to be <laughs> going to be hell to pay. Or Someone says about timetables. Or it's got to be beer 30 somewhere in the world. I'm thirsty. Kind of making light of things, you know. But it's actually the timetable or the cravings become normal. And kind of say, well, it's uh, got to be gotta be beer 30 somewhere. Languages. Languages or coded communication go hand in hand with abuse and addiction. Say that one again and again and again. Languages or coded communication go hand in hand with abuse and or addiction. The communication seems normal to the person who experiences it over a period of time. You hear that pattern? It seems normal. It seems like well, everyone, most everyone does this. But in all reality, that's not true. It's really not true. But it's becomes normal to you or to me or to the person becomes normal it seems like everyone does it everyone thinks that way everyone thinks like me everyone talks like me it's not true and if it's happening it's a good indication that you need some help in fact help what's so wrong about getting some help <laughs> it's like oh man i need some help uh oh that must mean i'm a real bummer i'm 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 a loser or something oh man you just Need some help. You ever need help getting a lid off a jar? Come on, man. We need help. So languages or coded communication go hand in hand with abuse and or addiction. The communication seems normal to the person who experiences it over a period of time. Example. Don't you dare tell anyone about this or I will make you regret it. Don't you dare tell anyone about this or I'll make you regret it that language there's some coded stuff where behind the scenes someone said don't you, you tell anybody I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a hurting on you man or you feel loyal to the pusher don't tell anybody you got a pusher man you, you, you rat on somebody you know you're a narc or keep it quiet or this one I caught your signal from across the room 
and wanted to know if you wanted to hook up as bad as I do. You think that that stuff doesn't happen, but there are signals, there are coded communication, there are looks, there are vibes that we send out or that can be sent out that people that are in that can pick up on it like blood in the water that a shark picks up. They say, ah, come on, man. Really? In the area, and I have counseled individuals with the issue of sexual addiction, they don't have to work very hard to get a hookup. In fact, getting a hookup is rather easy. They know how to look at eyes, catch signals, or hear the patterns, and then begin to be able to say, quite frankly, the person in a way that's understood, "Mm, I'd like to, would you like to? Let's do it. All this stuff adds up to the inner workings of an unhealthy culture or worldview. That's what makes up our culture or worldview. All this culture talk is about or worldview. It's that inner workings that make things, how we think, how we talk, what we do, the cycles, all that stuff that goes into our everyday life. That's our culture. Now, someone once said, fish are in water like people are in a culture. Neither of them think twice about it while in it. You don't think that you're in a culture. You don't stop every day and say, oh, yeah, what's my culture today? Or, you know, like a fish. A fish is swimming in water. doesn't really even realize it's in water. It just is. So in order, but however, 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 in order to change, we need a new culture. Here we go, man. In order to change, we need a new culture, a new mindset, a new spiritual life. We need to be new, man. New. New. In order to change, we need a new culture, a new mindset, a new spiritual life. Sometimes Jesus defined worldview or culture as yeast or leaven. One day he was with his disciples, his students, and they were in a a boat and he was talking about beware of the yeast or the leaven of King Herod and also the Pharisees. Now, they didn't understand what he was talking about. And they kind of asked him, well, they, they, were, they were wondering what he was talking about. They thought maybe he was mad that they didn't bring food or anything. And he, he said, no, he's talking about how they operated, what they thought. He said, beware of their teachings. He also described the kingdom of heaven as being like yeast or leaven, or leaven, excuse me. He was telling his students, his disciples, and he's telling us, not to buy into the political or religious mindset of Herod or the Pharisees that was in their time or in today's time, those people are that thing that causes culture and worldviews to be established. Don't buy into it. He encouraged them and he's encouraging us to seek and embrace the word and the ways of God's kingdom, the good, healthy yeast, the good, healthy leaven, the good, healthy culture, the kingdom of God. Oh, man, we go on and on and on about that. That is my one of my favorite. You'll be hearing much more about the kingdom of God coming down the road, man. And it is good, good, and gooder. Now, funny thing, though, yeast or leaven is activated when heat and pressure are applied to it. Literally, when you have yeast and you put it in dough and you put pressure on it, you work it, and it heats up, it actually activates it so that it spreads more. 
kind of think about life, how pressure and how the heat of life kind of activate yeast. We start doing things and it starts working its way into our life because of that. You know, we have to respond to certain things and how we respond is important. And that is what makes up the way we do natural things. And if that's established in us with abuse and addiction, we have some issues. We have some problems. So how does this relate to abuse and addiction? Without even realizing it, folks, over a period of time, in an abusive or addictive lifestyle, its culture starts working inside of us and intermingling throughout all of our life, like that heat and pressure thing. That culture, that addiction, that issue, that abuse, it starts to affect how we live our life on a daily basis. We become permeated, as it were, with its ways, its filters, timetables, and languages. It all seems rather normal to us. Normal according... (laughs) That's the point, man. Normal... What do you mean normal? Normal according to whose standards? The unhealthy, destructive kind of normal or the healthy kind of normal? You know, just because it's normal doesn't mean that it's... Just because it's normal doesn't mean it's got to stay, has to go on and on, or just because it's normal doesn't mean that it's healthy, right? Right. So we need to remove ourselves from the old leaven, the unhealthy leaven, the unhealthy culture from our life. Now, here we go. Come on, let it come through. The first step is it must be exposed and brought into the light. (sighs) I got to say it again. The first step to having this abusive or addictive thing stop is it's got to be brought out into the open, brought out into the light. This stuff carries most of its power in secrecy, in darkness, as it were. It keeps us wrapped in it because it's secret. It keeps outside people from seeing in. It's like a code. It's like a, it's like a, a, a commitment to something that is wrong, but you're but you know you kind of you know it's wrong, but you're still committed to it, and you keep it hidden. Okay, it's got to. We have to be able to say. Something along the lines of, you know what, I am being abused. Or, I am addicted to this stuff. I can't call it, I just have a little problem. Or, you know, Jim's got kind of an anger issue. Or, ah, uh, man, you know, I got, I got, I, I kind of take it out on the kids a little too hard. Minimizing the issue. If you got an addictive or abusive issue, it's, it's, a, it's a problem, man. And there is, the good thing is there is help. Now, again, I have to emphasize, this podcast cannot cover every aspect of help. But if you do need help, I'm going to offer some to you in a way that you can get in contact, get in contact with us so that we can put some information, some uh, some stuff in your hands that will help. But the first step, help got to bring it out into the open. It's got to come out. You can't keep it inside. It's got to come out, man. The second step is to sincerely ask God for help. Not just, oh, God, help. No, I mean, really say, God, I am asking you for help. And you let him help you. That one. And let him help. 
sincerely ask God for help and then let him help and let him help the way he's going to help, not your way, under your conditions. That you put under your conditions, well, God, I'll believe you if you do it this way. How'd you like to dance to that? Eh, Ain't no relationship. That's garbage. Now, again, the second step is to sincerely ask God for help and then let him help. In the previous outlines, we've outlined, excuse me, in the previous podcasts, we have outlined how to reach out and how to provide help. You can review those on lifearonthefire.com, the podcast site. You can also drop us an email. Now, this one right here, I'm going to say it again and again and again. You can drop us, me, my name is David, my name is David Hutari. You can drop me an email at lifearonthefire at gmail.com. Again, lifearonthefire at gmail.com. I or we will reach out to you. We'll get back in touch with you. We will get back in touch with you. And we will keep your information confidential. We can and will find help for you if you or someone you know needs it. I'm going to give you some things also right now to focus on that are found in the Bible. So grab a pen and paper and write these passages down, please. I'm just going to read the passage, not what's in them. Okay. And you can come back and listen to it later again if you miss it right now. Passages are Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, one of my favorite in the Bible, by the way. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. John chapter 8, verse 32. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. I'm going to give you a little tour around the Bible. It'll be good. It's a good thing, man. And... Um, also, once again, man, once again, our email address is lifearonthefire at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Now, let's pray. Father, God, thank you so much for the power of your love, for the way of your love, for the reality of your love. God, it's amazing. And in looking at you and in seeing your love, I and we invite it to be activated in our life like yeast, that your kingdom would come, that your will, your good pleasure would be done, your love would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your love would be done on earth as it is in heaven, God. And that I thank you that you provided. I thank you that you activated and that you're activating it right now, that you've used some of the pressure to activate your kingdom, God. You're using some of the things in life that activate your kingdom and bring it about as a reality. Lord, let help come, let healing come, let deliverance come, and that there would be people, a man and woman, people, young children, families, free from the bondage of addiction, free from the bondage of abuse, that there would be real cultural change, Father. I thank you for it, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, man. You know I love you. You know that there's help. If you want to 
reach out and just say hello. Again, the email address is lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Have a great, great, great day, and we'll talk later. Bye now.